We're so glad you all tuned in today as we dive into friendship within the church and the importance of who we surround ourselves with. I'm Simina. And I'm Jen. And for those of you joining us for the first time, we'd like to welcome you all to Daring Faith, a podcast where we empower the everyday Jesus-loving guys and gals to be bold, to be different, to be set apart, living defined by Christ for a purpose and for such a time as this. Yeah, so for today, we are joined by a very special guest and good friend of ours, Debbie Prunian. Hi, Debbie. Hi, so happy to be here, guys. Debbie, we're so glad to have you joining us today and looking forward to all that you have to share with us. But before we get started, do you mind introducing yourself, telling us what church you're from, and maybe a little bit about yourself? So my name is Debbie, as you all just heard. <laughs> Awkward laugh. Um, so I am a leader at Bethel Romanian Church. It's actually really close to where you guys are located. Yeah. And uh, I've been at that church my whole life. I uh, grew up there, was baptized there and so on. So uh, what was your other question for me? Anything um, else interesting about me? Yeah, anything about yourself. Oh, man. So I, I used to tell people my first and last name both have seven letters, mm-hmm. um, which is not super interesting, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you get it. Yeah. Um, no, but something interesting. I, I'm really into exercise and I started actually a small business on my own. So maybe we can talk about that later. But yes, I've just, sure. uh, I don't know, I'm exploring different avenues of life and figuring out how to overcome my own fears and Mm -hmm. just be a greater light for other people. Yeah, that's awesome. So we have a lot to cover. I think we could just dive right in. Mm -hmm. Um, First and foremost, let's kind of get into what a true friend is and what a healthy friendship looks like. So um, what are some qualities to look for in friends? Such a good question. I think you can analyze this biblically first Mm -hmm. of all but you can also look at this with a lot of wisdom in the world uh, experiences that you've had personally and even apply that and with the bible and see what coincides together but you want someone that cares about your well-being number one Mm -hmm. right someone who can build you up who's reliable who tells you the truth even when you don't want to hear it yeah Um, but they also respect you They respect your comfort zone. They push you to do greater things, but they don't pressure you to do things that are not necessarily part of your comfort zone. Mm. And um, I guess you could also say your morals and ethics. Mm. Not guess. I should say you should have friends who line up with your morals and your ethics because how are you going to be able to build one another up if you completely disagree on morality? Yeah. Um, although I should mention biblically, it does say in Proverbs twelve twenty six to choose your friends wisely. And there is, I would say, a difference between acquaintances and friends. Mm. I think sometimes we call everyone our friend, mm. but they're not. I think there are some yeah. people like uh, people we work with who are more acquaintances or people we go to school with who are more acquaintances or someone we see on a daily basis. A friendship is deeper than that. A friendship is, again, someone who cares about you and wants to build you up. Iron sharpens iron, if you look at that biblical verse. We use that term very loosely. We do, we do, but the meaning is basically like build each other up. Mm -hmm. If you have constructive criticism, if you have ways to empower one another, Mm -hmm. biblically, spiritually, um, emotionally, whatever it is, 
physically. You want to sharpen each other mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Yeah, those are all very good points, Debbie. Um, We've all heard this many times before, but who we surround ourselves with has a huge impact on us. You know, being around godly friends and people who have the same morals, values, and beliefs as us, just as you said, uh, we grow in our walk with the Lord and strive to reflect His character and His heart in all that we do because um, our friends encourage us to constantly be better and to grow. So... Debbie, with that being said, do you have any examples to give us of friendships in your life that flourished? (laughs) Um, Again, (laughs) just referencing back to acquaintances versus friends, I have the habit of calling a lot of people my friends, Mm -hmm. but um, just evaluating, that's such a good question, evaluating who is someone in my life I would say that I grew with and that's one of my friends from college. So I think we started off as more of acquaintances. We were in classes together. We found out that we're both believers, but Mm -hmm. uh, we were in different patterns of where we wanted to be career-wise, so on and so forth. And it wasn't until after college that um, we had to make the decision if we still wanted to be friends or not. I was going through a rough patch in my life emotionally. And as the Romanian proverb mm-hmm. is, you don't tell people your vulnerabilities. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she moved away. She, <clears throat> not far, maybe like two hours, but she was someone that had a special impact because she came to me one day and said, listen, if you want, and this is all through text, um, <laughs> if you want to continue to be my friend, there's some things we need to discuss. Mm-hmm. Number one, we have to be open and vulnerable with each other. I'm not here to just listen to your problems. I'm here to be a constructive friend. Mm-hmm. And same for you. So open up. Trust me. I'm not going to go around telling people what's going on in your life. I care about you and I want to see you flourish. So that really like helped me to start opening up to people in general about Mm. my own emotions or my own struggles and Mm. hear what other people had to say to be a positive influence in my life so that friendship we're still friends now when did i graduate a long time ago (laughs) um but we're (laughs) i'll tell you Uh, i graduated in 2013 from college and we've been friends it's 2021 and we've been friends since close like we text every day or at wow. least every other day or, you know, and it'll be random. Like I haven't heard from you in like two or three days. How are you? And it'll be mm-hmm. little, little quick texts like, oh, yeah. you know, today I've started my own business or I'm working on this or what are your thoughts on that? So mm-hmm. it's it's so cool to see a friendship that started off as a classmate turn mm-hmm. into a close friend who literally we help each other spiritually, emotionally. Like if there's something to pray for, we pray for one another. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So um, I think as we grow up, as we kind of go our different ways in life, you know, you might begin to lose contact with old friends, or maybe you realize that some of the friendships you're in are hindering your growth in Christ. What are some steps to realizing this? And then as like a part two to that, what should you do if you find yourself in that situation? Do you entirely cut off that relationship? Do you limit it and become acquaintances? Or do you become the positive change you want to see in them? That's kind of uh, murky, maybe even dangerous waters. Mm -hmm. I would say 
sometimes you have really close friends and you grow up with them. And as you grow and mature in the Lord, especially you realize who can be a positive influence in your life and who's not. And at that point you have to decide, um, do I want to be acquaintances? Is this person being detrimental to my life? Mm -hmm. Is this person helping me grow or are they bringing me down? Um, I want to reference first Corinthians 15, 33, and it says, do not be misled. Bad company uh, corrupts good character. That's like a gold mine in someone's decision. It's really hard, especially if you have memories with them, nostalgia, whatever it is, you know, like, oh, we used to go to McDonald's every night or whatever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We all have those friends. I don't personally, I do have friends who are not walking in the Lord, right? In the ways of the Lord, but I don't consider them close friends. Um, I consider them more acquaintances. I reach out to them. We catch up when we do, and I try to be a positive influence, but I don't personally think on my own that I'm strong enough to change someone's character. Obviously that only comes from the Holy spirit, right? So I would say if you really love that person and you care for them and they're not being detrimental in your life, I would say find ways to continue connecting with them. Mm -hmm. You know, why not? And I don't know, maybe your impact in their life will cause them to see a different way in the Lord, right? Uh, At the same time, if someone is tearing you down, I've heard of emotional relationships. It's kind of like an ex-boyfriend who's like (laughs) detrimental or an ex-girlfriend, you know? These are people who aren't going to help you and you want to help them and you want to pour your life into them, but it's kind of like throwing your pearls to the pigs or kind of like pouring water on concrete. Mm. You want to be careful that your words actually are being listened to and they're not being swallowed up and you're being empty and dry and sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And just to add to that, Jen, you and I have both been in like a season of our lives Mm -hmm. where the friends we were with were not necessarily dragging us down but there was no benefit and no effort on the other side it was just you know a one-sided both of us were both putting in to that other friendship and we weren't receiving anything and has to be two ways if not it's not gonna flourish Yeah. yeah and i think you really have to come to that decision of I know this person is sucking me dry. Mm -hmm. Do I want to continue a relationship? Because I think sometimes we feel bad that we're cutting something off that's leeching. Mm -hmm. And definitely prayer uh, for wisdom Mm -hmm. and seeking even guidance from your parents or from counselors or people that you consider wise to see what their perspective is because every situation is different right sometimes we consider family really close friends and you can't always cut off family so Mm -hmm. i would definitely say seek advice from those closest to you who are wise in the lord at that in that perspective Yeah. yeah and i think we need to constantly evaluate those relationships you know because sometimes you get sucked into a pattern yes that you don't even see until you're too far in yes you know and so I encourage you guys like pray that the Lord gives you wisdom like you said Debbie 100%. and also that he provides friends you know for us yeah. he provided so many wonderful people that mm-hmm. are God-fearing individuals who just push us forward who have helped us grow so much yeah you know in our walk with God yeah 
So with that being said, um, as everyone is aware, we we all have a lot of political views, you know, for example. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> you know, um, or opinions in general that we might disagree on. Agree, ugh, disagree on. <laughs> and um, these differences in beliefs can even exist among good friends. Mm. So how do you keep worldly things from breaking up a friendship? Oh, man. So... <laughs> Actually, I have friends, close friends, that we don't agree politically. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it could be the smallest thing, but everything is sensitive, right? And everything can be taken out of context. And so I think your character really matters at that point. Is it important and detrimental to the faith? That's one thing you have to bring to mind. Right. Yes. Is it like, I know there's a huge d- discussion about, let's say, abortion or a huge discussion about the presidency. Mm -hmm. So if someone brings up controversial topics, I would definitely say if they brought it up and you can talk about it without bringing each other down, Mm -hmm. um, make sure that both sides are aware that they should listen because someone else's opinion matters and we have to understand where the opinion starts, where Mm -hmm. it is going and why someone cares so much about a specific topic right as soon as you find the ground root for that you're able to get to deeper topics other than i think the presidency Mm -hmm. i think you can get down to the moral and ethics of something or you can get down even to biblical truths right like if someone brings up an abortion and you talk it through to understand where their viewpoint is coming from you can come down to all right well these are different scenarios let's talk about them what does the bible say so it's not about tearing people down at that point um it's about again building each other up because you're friends Mm -hmm. you have constructive criticism for one another you have opinions you're allowed to have opinions yeah for sure um what if your friends start hanging out with other people and stop inviting you Mm. i think we've we've all dealt with feeling neglected Mm. and replaced maybe um how do you approach that person and what what should that look like One thing that I would say I learned within this past year or two from another friend of mine was if something is bothering you, you need to pick yourself up and ask them what's going on. If I mean, it could be anything to the point where you might think they don't like you anymore or they're purposefully not inviting you until you actually ask them what's going on you're not going to know it could be that i've heard of friends who well we've done this with friends who we know have a busy schedule Mm -hmm. like we know they're not going to be available on monday nights at 7 p.m so we don't invite them and Mm. it's not because we don't want them there it's because like, why would you want to get a text message and say, sorry, I can't make it. Yeah. But talking to these friends, I found out, and I mean, I've experienced this too. It's nice to be invited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is, especially if it's like everyone in your friend circle that you normally hang out with. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just, it's like courtesy, common courtesy. So I would say just from what I've learned this past year or two, if something's bothering you, talk about it. Pull them to the side, ask them out for coffee. If it's been a minute since you've seen them, you know, send out a text, call them, 
ask them when they're available and just meet up, you know, like, hey, I just, I missed you, I wanna hang out. And then like talk to them and be honest, to be open, vulnerable. That's the hardest thing, being vulnerable because yeah. we're afraid of getting stabbed in the back or mm-hmm. in the front. <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts at the same time, the quicker you understand someone's objective, maybe it is the fact that they want to cut you out but the quicker you can figure out what's going on the faster you can move on Mm -hmm. yeah right and i think we need to have these conversations in person yeah not over message yeah i've had a lot of experiences with people where i completely got a very different you know, mm-hmm. answer from them than mm-hmm. what they meant. Right. Just because you're assuming their tone. Yes. You're assuming, <laughs> oh, they're probably annoyed at me right now. And for all you know, they might be busy and like quickly replying, <laughs> yes. like, okay, sorry, like yes. I gotta go, you know. So. Or maybe they are annoyed. Yeah. And they're just responding out of annoyance. But if you saw them in person, you would at least be able to gauge the way they're looking at you, the way they're responding. Body language. Body language. Right. So another, the same friend told me this. She said, if the text texting is getting really long, mm-hmm. like you're tr- you're gonna send out a paragraph to try to explain yourself, stop, delete it, or keep it to the side for you to remember what you're gonna say, and then instead text them and let them know this sounds like it's getting heated or we're on the different pages or on, on the wrong foot. Let's go ahead and meet up because I think we can clarify a lot more in person. And mm-hmm. if they're busy, mm-hmm. FaceTime. Yeah, yeah that's virtual. True. Like you know, we're People in are the twenty so first century. FaceTime nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so speaking from personal experience, we've dealt with uh, certain friends who are very clicky. You know, mm. sometimes you don't see it coming. Yeah, um, I think we've all dealt with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then like one day you realize that you guys are super exclusive, and it's always your group hanging out no one else is invited and you might you know feel trapped can't escape from that okay so now you are invited <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we yeah. cool kids I'm just kidding. yeah what do you do <laughs> again conversation i think a lot of miscommunication a lot of misunderstanding can be clarified if someone just talks if someone speaks up no one's going to know your heart No one's going to know your intent or your objective or Mm -hmm. what you want to do in life if you don't use your words to speak what you're thinking. I would say make sure you're not speaking out of hatred or anger. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we bottle things up. I've done that in the past a lot where I just bottle it up because in the Romanian community, it's that shirabda. Basically, um, what's the translation like? Be quiet and just suffer. Mm -hmm. You know, take it all in. And I don't think that's right. I think we have a community of people. Um, God has given us wisdom Mm -hmm. and, or we can, we should pray for wisdom, right? James chapter one talks about praying for wisdom. And so I think definitely approach the scenario with an open mind. Maybe they have just, um, we've had it in recent past where there was event after event, after event, after event for like two months and people got tired and a lot of friends excuse me, a lot of friends started getting clicky because they just wanted some friend time alone Mm -hmm. and they felt like they weren't getting that intimate one-on-one or that small group friendship. So I don't think it's bad to be uh, not necessarily clicky, clicky, but have like time to yourself as a group of friends. But definitely if you see that this is an occurring event, like 
over the entire year or within the next I don't know month or two or and it's just making you uncomfortable you also have the power after you talk to these individuals these friends of yours you have the power to reach out to other people mm-hmm. you yeah. have the power to befriend someone random at your church <laughs> at your school at your workplace yeah. Yeah. whatever it is and just start a friendship mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be something close to where you're sharing your deepest vulnerabilities but it's nice to have other people in your life so that you can continue bouncing off ideas your friends are great but getting other perspective that you didn't even realize you might have needed mm-hmm. does change things yeah yeah that was a really long answer, but no, no, <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. Uh, so I'm pretty extroverted, I'd say. Yeah, you <laughs> and are. I know Debbie, you are as well. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> I'm the only oddball out right now. That's okay. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um, but how do you go about a friendship where one person is really extroverted, one person is really introverted? You know, because I think for me, like, not with you, Jet, but with other people, like, that were very scared to talk to people and just very, like, um, maybe social anxiety or anything like that, it's it's a thing, you know? It, it worries them to be in, like, these huge group settings, and what if you want to? Like, right. where's that compromise, mm-hmm. you know? like Ooh, so maybe we should start off with a definition of introvert versus extrovert. Yes. <laughs> An introvert does not mean that you don't like hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. It just means your energy doesn't come from people. Mm-hmm. It comes from, and not energy like, ooh, taboo. Um, <laughs> energy like your your personal, like time alone energizes you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You feel refreshed. You feel like your mind is more engaged when you spend time alone. Yeah. As opposed to an extrovert, I, okay, so there's introverted extroverts and extroverted introverts. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm definitely an extroverted extrovert. Oh. And, um, <laughs> but I do like time to myself. Like mm-hmm. if I am spending maybe like five days in a row hanging out with people 24 seven, I need personal space and mm-hmm. time yeah. to just breathe. Yeah. But I get energized and you probably do too, Samina, just being with people. Like I will literally have exhaustion and maybe like one hour of sleep, but all of a sudden I am the happiest person in the world. I get to talk to a bunch of people Mm -hmm. and not until I get to my car and I'm like by myself or I'm just with my sister, I will realize how exhausted I am and I'll just sigh and tell her I'm so sorry. I can't talk right now. I, my brain is like fried, which maybe I'm an introverted extrovert, but in the moment while I'm with people, it like makes me so happy. And I just, yeah. So definitely coming back to the question, that was a huge roundabout. Um, I have friends who are definitely introverted mm-hmm. and I used to think, why don't they want to hang out with me? Mm-hmm. Cause my love language is like quality time and whatever not. And I would think like, yo she does not she doesn't like me she doesn't want to be friends anymore that's the thing and talking to her about it or a couple friends who are introverted um, one friend told me i had no idea that you love to hang out and that you need to hang out with me she's like i love to be by myself 
I love to just like chill in my room or, you know, put on some music and do some work. She said, like, when I heard that you need time with me, um, not you personally, but like when she realized what, how extroverts, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah how we manage life, um, she was like, man, I felt so bad. And I was like, okay, I need to make more of an effort. So again, communication misunderstanding um if your friends are introverted understand them yeah if your friends are extroverted understand them find a balance figure out like if someone really loves to hang out okay and you don't maybe like once a week twice a week uh, one of my friends will will tell they'll tell me like I see you at church and I'm like that's not enough <laughs> so <laughs> I know it's I literally sound like me. such a creep but um oh no I mean I know there's a lot of people or maybe not a lot of people but there are people like that so yeah I think again communication on what is someone else's comfort level yeah that's actually really funny um it was like a week ago I texted her and I'm like you haven't been at church all week where are you and she was like it was so nice to get a break and I'm like that's your idea of a break and she's like yeah like I like to end the night watching a movie playing with my cat and I'm like I like to end the night being out of my house Same. talking to somebody or else I feel like I'm gonna go crazy yeah like I'm in the house all day I'm doing school online now yeah you know Ooh, and I yeah I feel like I'm just in a bubble and I need to go somewhere. I like yeah. my bubble. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. I think um, even this past year where everyone was required or requested to stay at home, I think some people flourished. <laughs> and other people, I remember the first month I was going to go insane. My sister was like, are you okay? I was like, no, I need to get out. I need to get out of the house. I feel that. (laughs) And it's not because we're crazy. Maybe it's because we're so used to a sped up lifestyle too. Yeah, living in California. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I think think that's like a different topic to pace of life. But definitely what you mentioned, it's just communication. Yeah. Yeah. I like that we have that. Like, if I don't want to hang out, I'm like, yeah, no, not today. She's like, <laughs> Why? find a new friend. <laughs> find a new friend. She does don't for that one night. <laughs> um, okay. So, another question. This one's kind of long. So, within our culture, mm-hmm. the Romanian culture, it's not typical that guys and girls are, you know, best friends. <laughs> Man, I hope you guys know I, I don't know all the questions that are going to ask me. It just, like, no, comes up. So go ahead. That's ask fine. Me. That's ask what we away. want. That's what we want. Um, but, you know, and guys and girls are best friends. Everyone assumes they're in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. How do you set appropriate boundaries and what should a healthy relationship be? between a guy and a girl look like well not relationship like friendship friend yeah yeah how should that look so culture i think plays a huge role in why we do what we do Uh, Mm -hmm. our beliefs our thoughts how our attitudes right i i remember as a romanian we grew up very like girls hang out with girls Mm -hmm. guys hang out with guys but as soon as i hit my teenage years it was like guys and girls all hang out. Yeah. I know it changes with generation two. Like we would go 
a lot of places with a lot of people, just guys and girls. And I think that was the whole time and purpose of like mingling to find someone. Yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't realize that. But dating. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you will notice that if you are talking to a guy and you you're just being friendly and you you walk away, an elder or someone else will come up to you, even your friends, and be like, mm, Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? Or like, how's it going? And you're like, going where? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I I think you can be friends with guys. I do. Best friends, no. And that's just because when you do get married, your spouse becomes your best friend. So mm-hmm. it just, I think it gets hard when you have a, a guy friend or a girlfriend or just someone of the opposite gender who is your best friend. And now you kind of have to like cut them out of your life because even though they've known you for a long time, your spouse needs to be that best friend for you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, what I noticed, if you are just best friends with the opposite gender, if someone else is interested in either one, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, I don't know. Are they together? Should I, you know, impose? Yeah. You know, they wouldn't people know. People assume. Yeah. And it, obvious, obviously, we don't care so much about what people assume. But again, your impression, even in portraying the gospel to someone, mm-hmm. does come from outside of you. Mm-hmm. So I know that's like a stretch on on that conversation <laughs> but it i think first impressions and and someone approaching you like what if the opposite gender who's interested in you won't approach you because they see yeah. you talking to that person yeah. and hanging out with them and all your snapchats and your instagram videos are with that person mm-hmm. yeah and also i think we've all heard the saying that a guy and a girl can't be best friends because one of them will always fall for the other I've heard that. Yeah. you know and so I, I think you have to be really careful because the worst thing possible is either you're really good friends with someone and then you realize they're interested mm-hmm. and you're like, oh no, now I'm weird because yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I only see and, you as a friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. or vice versa. You're in that place where you can't tell them, but you see them all the time. So it's like <laughs> torture. Like, oh, I wish I could tell you, you know, but yeah. they're just seeing you simply as a friend. So yeah, that would yeah. be terrible. I know. Um So one more question. All right. (laughs) To wrap this up. I'm sure you guys all know this. Friendship, it requires time and sacrifice. And there's times when friends might die off because people aren't willing to meet or Mm. to keep in touch. So how do you keep yourself intentional with the people around you that you care for? Mm. So... I think you guys know about the five love languages. Yes. And maybe that sounds like a girl thing or a feminine thing. Um, but I just reading about the love languages, it's not about like, ooh, love. It's <laughs> it's basically like, how do you connect? Mm. And there's different ways. I think finding out how someone connects and feels valued is important and that's where just things like the love languages comes in just to know how someone communicates and um anyway so i would say start off with um if time is your is your great quality of like management in your life i would say set a time set a date and stick with it Mm -hmm. there have been friends in my life who set a time set a date and didn't stick with it and quality time for me is very important because we don't have much time 
and I try to be very intentional with my time. Mm -hmm. So when someone makes plans, sometimes I'm like, oh man, actually I could really use a night off and someone does cancel. I'm like thankful. But (laughs) for the most part, if you haven't seen your friend in like three months and then they cancel on you, that's kind of like a bummer, you know? Yeah. So I would say like, be intentional with your time. I would say, don't go back on your word. Or your promises like if you I don't know made a promise like we're gonna go backpacking be intentional about your promise keep it and it doesn't have to be something extravagant it could be like we're gonna go through like Colorado or something mm-hmm. I think it would be important to keep that you know yeah um, I have a quick question how do you find or how do you know what your love language is especially like for some introverted people that are Mm -hmm. like i want to be you know i want to keep things to myself or like Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. see people Mm -hmm. how do you yeah google question (laughs) (laughs) Um, what is your love language test (laughs) (laughs) honestly that's what i did that's actually a really good idea (laughs) yeah i actually read the book i don't know how i found it in my house don't ask me i don't know who bought it but i heard about it and then I found it in my house and I kind of read through it just so I could understand what each language meant and I think it's like quality time there's words of affirmation there's gifts there's acts of service and then there's physical touch Mm -hmm. and physical touch can be like hugs people like to um, shake hands or they just like to play with your hair or whatever for girls or guys I don't know (laughs) so (laughs) no judgment (laughs) I would, oh, so I would definitely say gauge with them like you can try different things and the book does talk about trying different things with people like give them a present it could be something really small mm-hmm. like I found um, these roses remember when we were hanging out and like these were like our flowers or whatever mm-hmm. you know like see how someone reacts and understand that someone's qualities of love will not be the same as yours all the time. Mm, um, and then I would say with that, you can build things up. Like if quality time, maybe meet up to do a project. I know guys like to meet up and work on cars or whatever mm-hmm. um, they like to do. Uh, I would also say keep each other accountable. And I don't know, like little things like sending each other texts, like I thought of you today, like, or like I went to the museum or whatever, something that just reminds you of them. Um, I would say also as you, cause we're talking about how to keep yourself intentional. Um, give someone some slack when, <laughs> when they don't respond to your text right away. Yeah. Life happens, especially when someone gets married and starts like a family. Yeah. It's so difficult. I mean, I started a small business, right? And I'm like planning my day around videos or pictures or how much light do I have after I finish my actual job to work on things or yeah. So I would say give someone some slack if they don't get back to your messages and uh, go through your queue of what's priority in mm-hmm. order to keep that intentionality going. All good stuff, Debbie. Um, I think we're ready to wrap things up for today. Thank you so much for being willing to be our guest on this episode. We learned so much and we hope this blessed all of you guys listening as much as it blessed us. You can find this episode along with others on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and follow us on Instagram at Daring Faith. 
if you guys have any questions or um, topic suggestions or a specific guest, um, share your feedback with us or just, or if you guys feel like saying hi, reach out to us anytime. We'd love to connect with you guys and get to know you all. And be sure to tune in next week as we talk about the importance of fellowship and community within your church with a very special guest. Yes. And one last thing. Debbie, you mentioned this a couple times. You started oh. <laughs> an Etsy shop. So tell us a little bit about that. Okay. I guess we'll, we'll talk about that. And so I uh, was looking for ways to use creativity and in the Romanian community, it's always been like become a doctor or a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I've reached a time in my life where I'm like, man, I don't want to grow old and not have looked back and seen things that I've wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So I decided to start with um, hand knitting, uh, what are those called, blankets? I'm like <laughs> losing my words. So I was doing hand knitted blankets for people and that went pretty well for like the month of January and February. Mm -hmm. And then I moved into designing birthday cards and now I'm designing thank you cards. I'm going to move on to some stickers and uh, you can find all of that and potentially more. I'm moving into other project ideas. I won't say what yet just because I don't want to say and then go back on my word. But um, I you can catch me on uh, Debbie's place with one B on Instagram. Um, you can, you know, I, the Debbie's place with two B's was actually taken. Um, but you can find me there and you can find me on Etsy on Pinterest and Facebook. So just go ahead and, and look me up, add me, subscribe as these girls would say, and follow my journey. Yeah, that's awesome. Be sure to check that out, guys. All of our, or all details to that will be posted on our Instagram. And a big thank you goes out to our entire team working behind the scenes to make this podcast possible. We appreciate you all so much and couldn't have done this without you guys. As always, we love you all and hope you have a blessed rest of your week. Bye, guys. Bye.